Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Rhonda M. Anderson is a dedicated strategist with over 20 years of legal and financial experience as the owner of legal services of a legal services firm she has extensive regulatory and compliance knowledge concentrating on estate planning business management and real estate so we're we're talking about real estate today okay because all right so you want to talk about end of year real estate planning tips but i also need you to to drop a little bit on these wills child we've been calling your name people were like yeah, people Listen. are like, what's that lady you had on the show with you? I need to call her about my wills. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do end of year estate planning checklist. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So let's start with the end of year estate planning. What, what, let's talk about that. What What do we need to know? So I think about this, let's think about this simply. So what I like in your Facebook post is how you did your each month of this year, right? So you went month by month to do a recap. This week, we're going to have folks who are going to be out here shopping for greens and black eyed peas and putting their end of year dinner together to get ready for 2024. So that's what we're going to talk about. How do we get ourselves ready for 2024 while we're home, while we're with our families, uh, while we're making our collard greens? Okay. Right? All right. Let's go. All right. Let's so, go, what? man. Okay. How about we talk about to make sure your stuff is accurate? Your insurance policies, you may have had some changes this year. So you may have gotten married, maybe divorced, maybe had some children's, maybe you lost a loved one. So this is the perfect opportunity to make sure your documents are in order. So your insurance stuff, your pension, anything that leaves something to someone, make sure it's updated, make sure it's accurate. You may have a beneficiary that you just don't like anymore. So don't don't leave that person in your will or in your insurance plan because just for the simple fact, you just don't want them to. So it doesn't have to be extensive. doesn't have to be very complicated. Just make sure your your wishes are met. Retirement, life insurance policies, all those things. Beyond that, make sure that you have your healthcare proxy. We call it a living will sometimes. And your financial power of attorney in order. The thing is, most times we may plan for death, but we don't plan if we are incapacitated. Right. What happens if we can't handle our, our legal affairs, our financial affairs, our medical affairs? Have these things in order now before you need them. Because what happens right. is if you don't name somebody now and God forbid something happens to you, you're incapacitated, then you have to have a judge order a guardian for you. I get calls all the time where someone says, you know, mom has dementia. Can she do a power of attorney and sign everything for me? Dad is, dad is at ICU right now with tubes and everything, and he didn't sign his pension benefit. Can we do that? No. Right? So we got a plan before we need it. More mm-hmm. importantly, um, we have to make sure that we have the people in place before we need to, to rely on them. Right? Uh, agreed. Yeah. It's so funny. We were talking to Tracy Gordon last week, mm-hmm. and my husband called his, his pension people, and he was like, who did I put on? And the man was like, her name is Andrea. You know who that is? She said, that's my wife. All right. Checklist, right? <laughs> yeah, so we've been, 
Yeah, we have been literally going through all our paperwork trying to figure out. You're absolutely correct. So you're saying make sure your insurance policies are accurate. I did that uh, last month when I paid my final thing for the year. Uh, the pension, we did that. Beneficiary, you may not like the person you are with. So we can go back and look and see who the beneficiaries are. Um, and the healthcare proxy, that's the piece. Um, yes. And the financial power of attorney. Correct. Go to the bank, right? So sometimes this is a good opportunity to... If you had joint owners on the, your bank account who had passed away, maybe they're joint owners of your account you don't necessarily want on there anymore. So again, mm-hmm. use this as an opportunity to make sure that everything that should be titled correctly is titled correctly. Mm-hmm. Bank accounts are easy. You could go to the bank and just handle that and you know while you're there, deposit in your, your Christmas gifts. Right. That is awesome. That is awesome. Uh if you're married, do you need does it does the, the, the spouse automatically become the financial power of attorney or the healthcare proxy? Or no. do you have to do that? You have to put that in writing. Put that in writing. So what happens is your financial power of attorney, especially, you should name someone who you trust. It doesn't automatically become your spouse though. So you have to make sure that because you may have assets that are not jointly titled with your spouse. Yes. It's not always automatic that my husband or my wife is going to speak on my behalf. Right. When it comes to medical decisions, that's ultra important um, because you may have an estranged spouse, right? And I, I had a very similar situation with it where, you know, husband and wife have been apart for years. Husband now has an, a new paramour and he's, he's at a point where he can't make decisions for himself medically. And wife of 20 years long ago decides to show up to the hospital and who are the doctors going to talk to? Really? So if it's not going to be your spouse in this situation, you better make sure that you have something in writing, naming someone to act on your behalf. Yes. Oh, black Jesus. Right. (laughs) You may not not want Mrs. Jones, who you haven't seen in 20 years, making decisions about whether or not a plug should be pulled or, you know, in, in, in certain, no certain terms, you may want to make sure that your wishes are being met. Yeah. Or Mrs. Jones showing up at your funeral talking about, I know he's still married to me. So everything comes to me. Can She's you right. She's right. Yes. So, and what happens is that means, you know, you and your loved one will be sitting in the special friend section in the back with me, not in the front row. And you, you may be the special friend in the obituary, but if he doesn't leave something in writing, leaving something to you, you'll be sitting with Rhonda as the special friend in the back. Oh, wow. Why does it take why does it take us such a long time to settle these things, to take care of these things? What is it? Do we think we're going to live forever? I think no one. it's not a topic that's exciting. No one yeah. wants to talk about death. I think right. especially in our community, we're under this false impression that once the insurance person comes or the lawyer comes, I'm going to hasten your death. I'm not Jesus. I can't make you go to the pearly gates any sooner than God is calling you. So that's one thing. The other thing is we as a community have not been trained up this way. So other communities and other races and ethnicities, they deal with these things early, right? So it's you have inheritances, you have legacies. I describe it as because we were the chattel. We used to be the property. Now we have property that we have to learn how to handle and deal with. So we are, have to be the ones in charge of making sure this generational wealth and legacy is protected and continues beyond us. Wow. So I, I need to keep talking to you because it's a conversation that's very, very hard. Do you remember when I was interviewing you and I kept saying my father wouldn't get his will together and I told him, sir, 
the government would just come take all your ish. Well, my mother was getting sick and he became frightened and took care of everything. And right after the lawyer, they signed the stuff. Two weeks later, my mother dropped and she never recovered. So, but it took so much. I guess he was thinking the same thing. Like, and my mother kept saying to him, you got to go get the stuff taken care of. I'm not going to, she kind of knew something was going on with her. Right. And so my father waited to the last second. His stuff is in order now, but I'm telling you all this story to go get your ish taken care of. What does it cost in Pennsylvania to get a will done, Rhonda? I would say you're, you're looking at anywhere from maybe 500 to maybe 750, depending upon, you know, the complexities. Um, we also have trusts in Pennsylvania, which is a really good vehicle that people should really take the time out and talk to a lawyer about. Don't let TikTok told you what to do, right? right? Because TikTok may have some things that are not necessarily clear. Um, I would say at this time, especially after a day before yesterday, when we've shopped and we've done everything, having these things in order is priceless, right? So you could spend for a nice coat. You could spend for, you know, tickets to a show. You can, you can take care of your business. You Absolutely. Can. I agree. And at this time of year, like I'm sitting around in my office where everything is neat. We're just going through all the paperwork for the year, making sure everything is where it's supposed to be. All of that helps. Cause you, if you, you start the new year in confusion, you're going to end it in confusion, right? Um, when we come back from the break, I want to talk to you about, uh, um, getting wills done. Cause I swear to you, my sister, there's still people who are dying saying, you know, my mama left the house to me. Uh, um, and Tracy Gordon is like, we've got to do, we have to do better about this. Absolutely. And I'm not sure what's going to happen with us. If we don't, there's so many tangled titles in Philadelphia that it makes no sense. None. Um, so we'll, 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 we'll go from there. All right. Hold on one second. Tune into Cafe Mocha every Sunday from 8 PM to 10 PM. Cafe Mocha is is radio from a woman's perspective. Check out the flavor from the hosts, comedian and actress Loni Love, hip-hop legend Yo-Yo, and broadcast veteran Angelique Perrin as they bring their own point of view to today's issues, social commentary, celebrity interviews, and self-help advice wrapped in the soundtracks of urban contemporary music. That's Cafe Mocha, Sundays at 8 p.m. Only on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. You are listening to The Source on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with Rhonda McCullough Anderson and the final segment of The Source today, right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to the final segment of The Source today on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I'm over, y'all. Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. Rhonda Anderson Esquire uh, has been talking to us about the things we need to do for estate planning at the end of the year. Check your pensions. Check to make sure that the people that are on your accounts are the people you still want to be there. You have to have a health care proxy, a financial power of attorney. Go to the bank and have your spouse or whoever you want put on there. That just in case in writing so that in case something happens to you, that person then becomes the person who can have access to your accounts, right? Um, She said, check your wills to make sure the people, the beneficiaries are still the people you like in these Wakanda streets. Just ask my girl, Aretha Franklin, who wrote another will, put down inside of her sofa and she signed that chump and was like, yeah, I'm crossing out this one, this one, and that one. And that will was 
the one that held up in court, right? So let's talk about doing a will. Why is it necessary? So I talk, say to people, doing a will is leaving instructions, right? It's, it doesn't have to be more complicated than it needs to be. But if you don't leave instructions to your who, what, when, the government is going to make a will for you. And what ends up happening is what that means is by law in every state, if you die without a will, there are certain laws that come into play. There are certain people who are going to be your next of kin in terms of receiving your stuff. There are going to be people who you may not want who will be in charge of handling your uh, property in terms of being appointed as administrator. So if you die and maybe let's say you don't have children and let's say your ne'er-do-well brother who can't take his care, his finances, he's going to maybe name your administrator. So now he's going to be the one handling your Ooh. stuff if you don't necessarily have someone else um, that you personally name, mm-hmm. you could name people in your who are not your relatives in right. terms of being your executor. Right. Um, you could name an attorney, an accountant, different people like that that you can appoint. The other thing is, even if you say to yourself, I don't have anything, that's not always true. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happens is we we conjure up and think, well, I don't have a lot. Well, you may have something. Right. Um, what if somebody owes you money? Right. But if there's money out here that you didn't know that someone owed you, you yeah. want to make sure that you have a will that names who's going to be your beneficiaries, right. what happens. Um, if you have children, you could put in information, you could put in targets that say, I don't want my children to necessarily have access to their stuff to their 21, 25. Uh, um, you're leaving instructions because yeah. at the end of the day, this is what you've worked hard for. Yeah. And you want to make sure that it's it's handled the way you want it handled. Okay, but so why do you think in our communities we don't do wills as often? Or is that a fallacy? Is that a myth? Are we doing the wills? So we're not doing as much. And the challenge is we are are under this impression, especially as homeowners, right? So let's say I live in grandmom's house. And I use this very all the time because in Philadelphia, this is a huge issue um, for us in our inner cities. We just think grandmom died. I live there. It's my house, voila, like magic. Okay, that's not how it works. So grandma may have passed away. Grandma doesn't have a will. It doesn't automatically go to her child or to you as a grandchild. It's not mm-hmm. automatic. Um, a lot of times we don't realize that our these properties have what's called tangled titles. Yeah. So I sit on the tangled title fund committee. I'm going to do a plug for the for Philadelphia VIP. And what we do is we actually review and help people who have Tangled titles and there's funding for it. So there's funding for your fees. There's funding for taxes. There's no reason why in Philadelphia, even if you are, if you especially do not have the resources that you can't take advantage of this. If you're living in grandma's house or somebody's house, that's not yours legally. Wait, back up a minute. Reverse and come back again. As we were saying, Jamaica, there's a tangled title fund. There's a tangled title committee of the Philadelphia VIP. You could go to Philadelphia VIP. It's a nonprofit organization. And a lot of the work they do is legal services for seniors and for people who live below a certain uh, poverty guideline income level. What we do on that committee is we help people who are in who may have tangled titles. So maybe somebody died and you can't afford to do the probate. You can't afford the inheritance taxes. There's a fund and lawyers who are, you can have a lawyer who works pro bono for you. Services um, who actually helps you with these applications. And what the goal is, is to make sure that indeed that these properties stay in the families. That's the goal. Stay in the families and done correctly. Wow. 
right? Rhonda? There may be property taxes owed. There may be water liens. You can have an attorney, a pro bono attorney, work with you to help get you in, get you in the situation to make sure that it's legally done in order and the property is deeded properly to, to the loved ones. And that's what stopped a lot of people because they're like, I can't afford it. I don't know. So PhiladelphiaVIP.com. Yes, Philadelphia VIP, Philly VIP is what we call it. Okay, um, Philly. You could also go but, Philly what? VIP. Okay. Look up Philly VIP. You could also go through Community Legal Services. Um, they're some of the lawyers who work with us at, at the Title Tangled Fund. And we are grateful. I mean, we are absolutely, absolutely grateful that we continue yeah. applications and right. continue to fund them. Oh, wow. That is excellent information. So for those of you who are sitting in grandma's house or auntie's house or mama's house that they didn't uh, put, put a, leave a will and you're, you're, you're frightened and you're wondering if they're going to come take this house because the titles are tangled, you can go. The, there's a, a tangled title committee fund. Um, uh, uh, you can go to phillyvip.com or community legal services. They will help you to pay for all of this stuff and you'll get lawyers pro bono. This is why I love what we do, because I don't think I mean, we've been talking about it and the folks are like, this is so expensive. And there we go. Fahim, our producer, said I had a whole a former co-worker that forgot to update his beneficiary after a breakup. He died in a car accident. His children had to fight his ex for the money. Yes, like, you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. It's it's yeah. and we don't what we don't realize is that if you don't leave a will and in Pennsylvania, if you're married and you have children with your current spouse and maybe you had children prior to your current spouse is going to share with your children of your prior marriage, right. regardless if they're eight or 80. Right. Yes. Regardless yes. if you're estranged, maybe yes. your husband was estranged from his former right. children. For right. my wife and his current children, right. we're still going to have to share. So again, these this is just the law. There's nothing in here we can't we the the judge doesn't care that you know your kids hated him. The judge don't care. Here's what it says. Here's the here's what it's outlined as. And if you don't have a will, if your beneficiaries are are updated, um, this is what happens. I got a call the day before yesterday. I think it was Christmas Eve of a young man whose father was who's who's you know in ICU who was basically in hospice at this point. And they reached out to the, to the employer and his pension didn't have a beneficiary. Oh my God. No one listed. Um, so, so when, so when no one is listed, then what happens? So someone will have to open up the estate. There'll be a point administrator and the money, depending upon, you know, what the ramifications are, will be transferred to the estate. Not necessarily who, if you wanted to go to your son, it's going to go to the entire state. So now wow. someone has to deal with that. There's inheritance taxes. There's yes. all these different things. Um, and then again, if there are more than one beneficiary or more than one heir, right. the estate has to share that. <laughs> all right. So it's phillyvip.org. Thank you, Lorraine. Um, it's phillyvip.org. Don't look at phillyvip.com. It's phillyvip.org. She found it. Um, thank you, Rhonda. Girl. What a way to end the year. You have helped a ton of people. And this is what I'm talking about. Um, and, and again, you said to get a will costs anywhere between $500 to $700. That's probably the starting range, depending mm-hmm. upon, you know, the complexities of the estate. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it shouldn't hinder you from getting right. it. Absolutely. Thank you, my sister. Always a pleasure. Happy New Year. Happy See New soon. Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. Yes. 
self-determination. We working yes. on some self-determination today. I need y'all to be self-determined. Go on out here and get these wills taken care of. Check your beneficiaries. Check your all of it just to make sure that everything is in order, Um, as, and especially as we age. But again, to Fahim's point, you don't have to be old. Right. No. So make no. sure you put everything in place so that that works itself out. Thank you, my sister. See Thank you soon. You. Happy New All Year. Right. Bye Happy bye. New Year. Bye bye. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM and online at wordradio.com.